So, how good was some precedent times we're at now, Elise? I think we're in precedent times. I was having this discussion on the weekend. I said, everyone keeps saying, can't wait till we go back to normal. Babe, I don't know if we're ever going back to 2019 times. I think this is the normal vibe. I think we will eventually go back to normal 2019 vibes. I think, you know, during the Spanish flu, I'm sure they were walking around saying the same thing with their weird mid-Atlantic accents, transatlantic accents. I, I mean, will there be a time with that coronavirus? I mean, during polio... They would have said the same thing. Kids are getting polio, iron lungs, left, right and centre, you know. Iron lungs at Kmart. But now, <laughs> but now, now, see, we can laugh about it. You know why? Polio's eradicated. True. <laughs> so, with COVID, not so much. Wouldn't it be funny saying ventilators at Kmart, would it? Ooh, no, 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 no. Although, Kmart have the power to do that, I reckon. Absolutely. If mm. anyone's going to do it, it's mm. big Kmart. It's big Kmart. Love you, Kmart. But. I was actually thinking when I was driving to the picnic, I had a picnic on the weekend, my first my first outing, everyone. It was very exciting. But I was driving and I was like, oh, this is so exciting. Like nipples were so hard. I was like, oh my God, like can't wait. And then I was like, I wonder when things are going to like feel normal again. And then I was like thinking about like at the start of the pandemic, we were all like, we were all would joke about like, hope you're staying safe during these unprecedented times. Every single fucking email. First of all, who started that? <laughs> And now the collective psyche, I think we this is it's precedented, babe. It's been precedented for two years. Like the earthquake in Melbourne. That, oh yeah. If that was during non COVID times, it would still be being spoken about. We're yeah. like, oh my god, LMAO. Anyway, um that was random. Hope you guys are all safe. No one died, right? Mm, I don't think so. I think on. it was just like some businesses like Betty's Burgers, which rest in peace. Oh. Well, not rest in peace. They're still they're still going strong, but like it wasn't like the earthquake killed Betty. I mean, awful. I saw a TikTok of a girl that was sending a voice note to her friendship group, like reunite to her group chat, and she was like, "Yeah, guys, I'm honestly feeling like," it, and it was sent at like nine fourteen a.m. because it was quarter past nine that happened, and she was like, "Yeah, guys, honestly, I'm just feeling like this year is going to be the year for me. I'm just feeling much better. Like I'm feeling." And then she goes, "Holy shit, holy shit. Um, I think." I think my house is shaking. Like, so, like, and she keeps recording. She's like, it's like this full on, like, she's like, yeah, guys, honestly, like, I'm just going to shake it off. Like, I'm just going to, I don't know if she used that, but that would be funny. Yeah, but she's like, yeah, guys. And like, it was tragic. So sending love to Melbourne. People in Sydney claiming that they felt it. Shut up. Oh, that was interesting. I mean, there are a couple of re- reports that said that it was, there was seismic activity, but I'm like. Come on, guys. We don't. We need to stop riding on Melbourne's coattails at this point. Let them have their natural disaster. <laughs> let, them, let them have. Let them have it. I mean, I mean, a lot of people in North Bondi that I know. Apparently, North Bondi was where it was happening. I know it's because it's near the ocean or mm. what, or like because they want attention. Can't tell which one it is. Column A, column B. Yeah, they they think they're the center of the universe. Very narcissistic North Bondi. Saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, I felt the shake." It's like, mm, did you? <laughs> anyway, so things are pretty precedented at the moment, which yep. is really fun. We're almost at seventy percent in New South Wales, which is really naughty. Wait, is that 70% double or single? Double, babe. What? Babe, we're at like 85 I feel um, like only single. a week ago it was like 50. Babe, because oh, we're, no, doing, we're, doing a percent, we're doing percent a day. <gasps> yes, queen. Under yes. slay. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about something. I've got a few. I've got a list of things. Oh, I love a list. Let's do it. All right. So obviously, I'm not sure if you've heard, but I've been speaking about anti-vaxxers a little bit lately. Oh, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah. Okay, so I did a video that I thought was really funny. Actually, it is funny. Of me and this like green romper, because all the anti vaxxers are like saying shit like, oh, <laughs> they're having a sook because I'm like, oh, anyway, oh, you'll thank us freedom fighters later. And I'm like, okay, anyway, I'm going to pick my outfit now when I go to a restaurant because like, enjoy freedom fighting. I actually don't give a shit what you're doing anymore. Like, yes, obviously I care about, but once you get to like 80, because we will get to 85%. 
fully vaccinated because mm. we're already 85 first dose, so we have to eventually, right? So it's like once we're at that limit, you're just not going to be able to come to restaurants and stuff. And like you protesting, okay, I mean, shitty because you'll end up overworking the hospitals still. So all of our healthcare workers are going to be fucked still because of you. Also selfish, also wasting resources like police resources and ambulance resources. Da, 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 da. But besides that, I'm like, before it was like when you protest, you're extending the lockdown. But now because it's on the vaccination rate, I'm like, okay, I'm going to pick an outfit and I'm start packing. I've literally started packing for when I go away. I've like got a suitcase out. I'm like, hmm, what toiletries will I need for my, my trip away? Like, I'm like ready. I'm like ready to go. I have so many suitcases as well. I'm like, which one do I take? It's so exciting. So a lot of the comments from these people. So like then, then this other person, I don't even know their Instagram, their digital handle, not going to get it up. I haven't even watched it. They made, they made a video about me saying that my quote unquote tone was off, which like, yeah, I'm trying to be rude. Next. <laughs> Sorry, you aren't getting vaccinated. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, God, it's okay. And they're saying, people saying that I was being quote unquote so divided. First of all, I've made a whole series with doctors and pharmacists and scientists about the vaccine. Mm. None of them commented on that. None of them even watched that. But they're so mad. There were how many comments now? 2,000 comments on my post. Let me see the insights. It's been shared 4,000 times. No, but everyone that was normal was commenting, being like, yes, this is fucking hilarious. And then all the anti-vaxxers got really mad. Then someone else made it, some anti-vaxxer made a thing. I don't know if they're anti-vaxxer, but I mean, you'd have to be. Yeah. Say that I was, my tone was off and I didn't even watch it, but everyone's like, there were a few things happening. But the comments in my TikToks then turned into, and even in my DMs, people were saying that I was being a quote unquote mean girl. I just want to discuss how sexist that is and how ridiculous that is. Also, a little quick side note, someone, one person did call me a pick-me and it made me laugh so hard because do we all understand what pick-me means? Let's I, just... I actually don't. Okay. I've heard you talk about it before and I did a little bit of Googling afterwards but couldn't really find it and I didn't want to admit it at the time. So a pick-me is like a pick-me-ass bitch or it's like... I think it mostly happens to with younger people, but I mean, you know, but when I was younger, I would have friends that would, you know, when they're around the boys, they would make fun of another girl for doing something. Girl, like, oh my God, why is so much makeup on? Wanting the guys to pick her or, you know, saying things like, oh my God, I would never say I'm a feminist. Like trying to align themselves with patriarchal values and making fun of women for doing things that are inherently feminine in order to get male approval. Right. They're trying to pick me, pick me, pick me. Anyway, or it's like, you know, I take 10 minutes to get ready in the morning. And it's like, oh, I drink beer. I'm so cool. It's like, that's fine if you do, but it's making you better. It's it's saying things that aren't inherently feminine to make themselves seem, quote unquote, better than other women and more likely to be picked. Right. right? Some of these insults, I'm like, okay, you can think that. Like, bitch. I'm like, okay, whatever. Whore. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Pick me. Please get the definition right because I am literally the most opposite of a pick me, I think, in this nation. Like, I spend my time yelling at strangers on the internet about feminism and vaccines. Like, if I was going to be a pick me, I would not post anything about it or I would post being like, oh my God, some influencers are being so aggressive. Everyone, like, I don't care. I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. Like, that's what I'd be doing. That's what a pick me is. Anyway, that was a side note, but that fucking annoyed me. And I think TikTok. People are so mean. They're so mean. And then because they're so young on there, they get a word like gaslighting or like pick me and they will run it into the ground until they don't know what it means and they think it's just an insult. Right. Like 
bitch or manipulative. Like right. gaslighting is being manipulative. I just saw a TikTok the other day that was like, have you ever been gaslit so hard that like you genuinely think you're going crazy? And like, it's like, yeah, that's what gaslighting that's is. What gaslighting? Yeah, <laughs> and because they're all young people right. and they ha- and they lack nuance, and I mean like late teens, early twenties, and like I was just saying, like I'm not saying this just because you're that age, you lack nuance, but I'm saying in some situations, particularly on social media, when you're seeing all there's thousands of comments on every video that you're seeing, you feel validated in your view, and you don't understand the real meaning of words like pick me and like gaslighting, like, and then those words lose their meaning, and therefore when I say to someone that person is gaslighting you, they're like, yeah, like he's a bit of a Head and it's like, no, no, no. Mm. Like, this is a form of abuse. Like, gaslighting is a form of abuse, everyone, just so you're aware. It isn't just like, oh, they're being rude. No. But the mean girl thing I find really interesting because I got this a lot on The Bachelor and I haven't had it since, and then I get it a lot now. First and fucking foremost, just want to clarify like, people like you were the popular mean girl in high school really wasn't. My school had literally, like, we were all friends. I had a group of 35 girls in my group get a grip but even if I even if like I didn't have that I don't need to justify myself but they're saying I have mean girl energy because I'm being patronizing to people that are anti-vaxxers sorry if you aren't getting the vaccine you do need to be spoken to like that yeah like I need to respect your opinion I saw another TikTok of someone and I wish I saved it but he was Australian I wish I saved it sorry if anyone knows who it is like shout out to him but he was saying he was like I think people are saying that we don't need to respect all opinions equally And this is what anti-vaxxers are so upset about. They're saying, like, you don't respect our opinions. No, I don't. And I don't have to respect your opinion if you're saying that you believe a Reddit post over literally the entirety of the medical community. You, quote unquote, doing your own research doesn't warrant the same research that a epidemiologist is taking part in. Anyway, that's that. But the mean girl thing, there's a whole other thing. It's not really about vaccines, mean girl thing, but it started from that. During The Bachelor, people were calling me a mean girl because I was sexual, because I had this idea of like a one-dimensional woman. And now they're calling me mean girl because I'm outspoken and because I'm saying like, no. And I think this idea of a mean girl is so fucking interesting because I don't think that I've ever been mean to anyone on TV or on the internet. I think I've called people out when they literally threaten my life or threaten me with violence or when they say silly things. Sorry, I'm going to say you're being silly. Like, I don't have to respect your opinion when you're, when you're not understanding why food courts are closed and saying, well, <laughs> well, how come the virus can come to here, can get to the food court, but not to me? Like, you have a, you either are willfully ignorant or you are, you just, I mean, there are a few things missing for you. Mm. Off-center vibes, mm. unhinged vibes. But this mean girl thing, I think, is used a lot in women. And especially I've seen, on, again, on TikTok with these younger people saying, I get quote-unquote mean girl vibes from these celebrities. And it's people that are just, like, hot or loud. Like, those are the two things. Like, people say, like, oh, like, Miley Cyrus, I get mean girl vibes from her. And I'm like, what? but what about her have you gotten mean girl vibes from? Because she's fucking hot and really successful. Megan Fox. I mean, yeah, her and her and Machine Gun Kelly, like, it's a bit revolting, but, like, they're having the best sex of their lives. Yes. Yeah. Like, good, good for them. Like, her calling him daddy on the red carpet made me feel, oh, daddy. Yeah. Like, love you, Megan Fox, but, like, that doesn't make her a mean girl. That makes her, like, cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, fine. And then I was thinking, then I looked it up, and I was like, what even is the definition of a mean girl? Because I think people just say a mean girl, it's kind of making, like, you're a silly little girl with silly little opinions and you're being mean about it. And it's what mean boy? Like what are we using for men? This is the, and this, this is what I thought as he's well. He's rough. He's a rough head. He's rough. Yeah. Like 
Okay. Mm. And also, like, I am aggressive with my opinions and I'm very decisive with them. I won't be mean to you about it, but if I was at a party with you and you were saying you're an anti-vaxxer, I would debate you on it. That doesn't make me mean. It makes me passionate about what I care about. And then if we didn't agree, I'd be like, that's fine. We're not going to talk again. I'm not going to be – I've never been mean. I think think the mean thing is interesting. Anyway, so I Googled, like, what is a mean girl? And it says, in 2002, bullying expert Rosalind Wiseman wrote a book, Queen Bees and Wannabes, which brought to attention the ways in which preteen and teen girls like to bully one another. Okay, preteen. So I'm 26. And you're saying that I'm a mean girl. Not a mean girl. I'm a mean woman. I'm a mean woman. <laughs> I'm an aggressive woman. In her book, Wiseman described how some girls can be bullied or teased mercilessly by other girls for wearing the wrong outfit or dating the wrong person. Absolutely. Yes. Is my stance on vaccines equivalent to you wearing the wrong outfit? No. Shut the fuck up. Basically, it's about like passive aggressiveness. Right. And um, you are the opposite. Of yeah, and this is the thing. Call me a pick me and a mean girl. I'm like, I'm literally not. I articulate myself pretty fucking well. And even okay, and <laughs> makes me so mad. And also, this isn't the first. That's like this is the first thing I've had an opinion on. As so every two months is a different thing that I'm ranting about. Like I have a podcast where I just sit here and rant. Like the vaccine isn't like your entire personality is vaccines. No, it's not. It's actually not. It's just that. You're all annoying the fuck out of me. People are like, hey, have a week off. Okay, when, when you're having a bit of a shit day, do I go, Elise, have a whole... Take a week of your leave. Turn turn off your ears. Stop listening. Yeah, stop it. But I think this mingle thing is really... I think it's really sexist and I think it's as well. It's a lot of, again, young people who are just finishing high school or are in their early 20s. They have had experiences being bullied. Therefore, they see they're confronted by someone that, oh, they don't agree with me, which is fine. I don't respect your opinion, but it's fine when it comes to vaccines anyway. And instead of having a counterpoint, they go, you're mean. And it's like, how about you comment with a counterpoint? And the thing is with these anti-vaxxers in particular, and most people who don't like my shit, like when I speak about abortions or when I speak about like mainly abortions and vaccines are the two big things. They just say either you killed your baby or you're a mean girl. If I speak about my abortion and it's like, well, I'm not a mean girl. You just you just associate, you again are categorizing women into these very one-dimensional boxes where you're saying that if I don't agree with something you're saying, you're a mean girl. No, I'm fucking not. Also, I don't love the idea. I don't like the using the word mean girl anyway because it it is literally gendered. Mm. Like there's, there's no other... Like, I think, like, oh, she's a... F- I honestly think you can be like, oh, she's so fucking rude. Or, like, oh, she really belittled... That's fine. But I think using mean girl is really patronising as well to be like, oh, you're a girl. Yeah. I'm a fucking adult with a whole ass fucking career talking about shit. I'm not a mean girl. Try and find an account of me being mean to someone. I also think calling someone a bully is really interesting. It's, again, like, these people are triggered and projecting, like, oh, you're a bully because what I'm telling you, you have no response. If someone, if I saw someone posting about something that is completely incorrect, like, say, if it was anti-abortion rhetoric, I'm not going to comment saying, you're a bully. I'm going to comment saying, this is incorrect because X, Y, Z, because I have, I have counterpoints. These people have no counterpoints except for you killed your baby, you're a mean person. And then once you say that blanket term, you can't retort that. Because you're a bully. The word bully is so fucking overused and it's like gaslighting. It's like being a bully is ganging together and picking on someone, not being like, this is my opinion on a current political topic. And then they say, you're so divisive. I'm not being divisive. I'm showing you my fucking romper. <laughs> but even on The Bachelor, there was a certain publication that wrote an article about me calling me Australia's Regina George. 
when I literally in that show did not say, and this is the thing, even with even with all the editing, even with all the Frankenbiting, if you go back and watch that show, you could not find one mean thing I said about anyone. All these girls are gathering around saying how much of a slut I am, how much I don't deserve Matt, how much I'm awful, how he does something like I'm, how man, I'm manipulative, I'm lying to him. And then you cut to me and even with all the editing in the world, there's not one mean thing. But I was the mean girl, despite the fact that the rest of them were blatantly bullying me. Like... That was bullying. There were 28 girls in a house being awful to me and I would fucking try to leave all the time. But I'm the mean girl because I'm the one who's outspoken and also because I would just, I seemed, I wasn't, but I seemed in the edit unbothered by it. So therefore I'm a mean girl because I would like laugh and be like, <laughs> okay. Also, you're allowed to be mean in gossip. This is the next point. Wow, segue. Okay, gossiping and being mean. Okay, I think you're allowed to in privacy. Absolutely. I think posting about it on the internet is... A different thing, especially being my platform. But even if you have two followers, don't post about it. Message your friend. I also want to talk about gossip and how I saw this again at TikTok. I keep forgetting to save them, but I need to save them. But it was basically saying that gossip was re- is really important, has been really important for the progression of society throughout time because women can go around and give information to each other and warn other people about things that are going to happen or certain people that should be stayed away from. And while obviously that isn't 100% true all the time, gossip in itself is actually just the collective sharing of information and how important that is. And if women weren't quote-unquote gossiping, then we wouldn't have a shared collective. Also, apparently gossiping initially started out as a positive word, apparently. No one Google this. But apparently started out as a positive word and then around the witch trials, then they were like, no women are conspiring together and they're making potions. Oh. So really sexism as per. And then I was thinking about how excited your like male friends get about gossip. They all gossip too. Like I was saying on the podcast, like, what do you talk about if not like politics? Like, when I when I say I'm gossiping, I'm not being like, oh, my God, did you hear that Elise got a new lipstick <gasps> and then it melted in her pocket and then she's walked around all day at Nova with a bright coral pocket. And it was so embarrassing. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. What a fucking... What a coral pocketed fool. Coral freak, coral freak, coral freak. <laughs> and, yes, everyone at Nova, I did put a photo on the fridge at Nova. <laughs> Coral with lipstick. That's how my name became Nemo. <laughs> Coral freak. But it's more like, oh my god, did you hear about this breakup? And it isn't like about the breakup. It's more like, what do you think happened there? And it's like dissecting the. I think that's why as a women. Are, wow, here we go. I think this is why women are seen as more emotionally intelligent because we dissect things that have happened to ourselves and to other people on an emotional level. We don't sit there and go like, it isn't just gossiping. Is what I'm saying. There is value in it, and it annoys me. People are like, women are such mean girls and gossip, and it's like, a, you're making it out like women are. You're really downplaying the importance of that and B you're making it out like we're all just silly little girls we don't ever grow up but actually like gossip is important in saying that though don't comment things publicly just go to your group chat like I just don't it pisses me the fuck off basically stop calling people mean girls stop saying the gossip is bad also stop commenting on shit and then oh fuck me also stop DMing me things and when I post it on your stories claim you're getting death threats when you're not that's my fucking answer The last thing I want to talk about actually was something I had a conversation about at the picnic, which, you know, it was so nice to see people. Elise and I both came in. I was like, I had a picnic on the weekend. She's like, me too. We were so fucking drunk. Literally, I was... So tired. I'm still hungover from Saturday afternoon. I'm like, I'm 26. I shouldn't be struggling this much with, with this right now. But I was talking to someone about like how, how like having friends in lockdown, it's hard to be able to talk to anyone about how you're feeling in lockdown because... Either 
everyone that you know in Sydney is going through the exact same thing and everyone, no one has the fucking energy. Like, obviously, there are times where someone is going through it worse, like, in, like, your friendship group, whatever. They're going through it worse than, like, you or, like, vice versa and you can try to, like, lift each other up. But you don't have that capacity anymore. And then people who aren't in Sydney who do have it, like for you, they don't quite get it. Yeah. They actually don't get it at all. In Brisbane, Melbourne, you guys might get it more than anyone in the world. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Literally, you've got it more than anyone in the world. Literally, yeah. the longest time in the world. But like Brisbane, I'm like my Brisbane friends, obviously. And it's like, love them, but no matter how much they try, they can't understand it. And it's really exhausting. Like, even like calling mum, like talking to mum, love mum, but. Fuck me. When she calls me, I'm like, what are we going to sit and talk about? The dog almost dying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but actually, having- hi, darling. How are you? And then, like, because she's so, bless her, because she, like, is so just like, she's, and because she's like a year one teacher, it's not like she's, like, really up to date with what's happening in Sydney. And, like, she knows I'm all right. So she's not, like, it's not like I'm like, oh, I, I don't have any money. Like, I'm fine, basically. It's just the lockdown thing. And she was like, darling, I've booked for you and Christabel to go and swim with some dolphins. <laughs> and I was like, best present ever. My, awesome. It was my birthday, right? And I was like, mum, but you know I can't leave Bondi. Especially <laughs> there's some dolphins off Bondi Beach. And she, and she goes, but darling, but it's for the dolphins. And I was like, yeah, I'll email Gladys and I'll say, hey, babes, mum's actually booked a dolphin adventure. She goes, but it's just in Port Macquarie. And I was like, just in Port... And I was like, mum, I'm so keen to go. Like, this is, that's the best present ever. That is so much fun. But unfor- like, she's not comprehending. And she's like, oh, you know, have... Because I was like, I was a bit sad that day. And she's like, have Christopher over for dinner. Mum? <laughs> mum? I was like, Mum, it's been... She's like, how long's it been now? A couple of weeks? Four months, Mother. And she's like, oh, darling, you know, and I, it'll end soon. I'm like, will it? The fuck? And then she's there like, are so, a few more weeks in this. Yes, we, like, we're, we can quote unquote see the end and we're a month away. We're like, oh, God, we're so close. Even like Christmas, she's like, are you going to be up for Christmas? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. She's like, surely, surely, Abby, for Christmas, I'll try my fucking best. What do you mean? And like even when I I'll tell like mum I'm really struggling she's like yeah it's hard anyway the dogs today Literally. and I'm like and then she's like how you going darling I'm like I just told you I'm I'm not doing well like this is like before they'd announced the roadmap out and it was like two and a half months in and we had no idea when it was going to end and the vaccination was like ten percent and I was like mum it's not good and she's like yes but darling at least you're at least you're at the beautiful beach at least i'm like yeah that's fair she's like but at least you can get the beautiful walks and i'm like but mum i can't really because there's so many people down there she's like but you know you know mm-hmm. like, anyway i was like i wonder why it's so much harder because even when you try and talk to your friends about things they're going through all you can say is like even if they're like quote unquote if they're thing like i've had a few friends who've had a really hard time at points but like External things happen during this time, which makes it amplified by a hundred. You know, like for example, like a breakup or something, and or like someone's passed away, and you just like I'm like I'm so sorry. I don't have any capacity to even talk about anything except for vaccines and Real Housewives. And like I try and I'm like, oh, babe, I'm, I'm sorry. And then it's like, and then when your friends cry about the lockdown as well, like, and we're in fucking lockdown, and you're like, yeah. How shit is this? It's fucked. Mm. And then like, and the breakup, I'm like, yeah. And you can't, okay, with the, with breakups, this is, I th- I'm sure a lot of you listening have gone through a breakup during the lockdown. That must be the worst. Because you can't do the things that you want to normally do. You can't be, okay, again, if my friends went through a breakup, 
I'd be like, okay, let's go away for the weekend. How about we plan like a Hunter Valley wine trip or something in like two months, something to look forward to. And let's go out every weekend. Let's go to Universal every weekend. Let's fucking all like, let's have a, let's have a dinner at my house and at least keep your mind off it. Now it's like, do you want to FaceTime? Or? You can't even help them move out if they no. live together. It's just like, well, you're allowed to have no help from anyone except a paid removalist. No, you actually are. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's all right. Yeah, but I mean, you're still moving out of the house that you live in with someone that you've just broken up with. And it also, if you're both vaccinated, I feel like you feel safe now. But pre, when you're not vaccinated, you'd be like, I actually like love you. And it could be, be like, I don't know if I want to be around like removalists and you and whoever else. Like, <laughs> be around you. But it's like five people, for example, there. Yeah, and you have to find like, somewhere else to live. Mm. Just fucked. Everyone going through a breakup during this time, honestly, the worst. Because anything you do to make yourself distracted, you cannot do. But, like, my friends, I'll just be like, I don't know what to do. And then someone, this person's picnic was like, yeah, like, for example, like, during this lockdown, like, usually if one of your mates, you know, lost their job, you'd all gather around and be like, okay, cool. Should we all, like, do something? Like, should, like if things are really dire, do we try and, like, pay for their rent for a couple of weeks if they need it? Do we try and do something nice for them? Do we, like, organise a trip away and pay for it? Like, we just need to take your mind off it. Like, or break up or someone passing away, anything like that. And he's like, but none of us have the capacity to do it for ourselves, let alone for other people. people so now we've all lost our support networks in that no one that isn't going through it understands and everyone that is going through it understands a bit too fucking much and we have the capacity to, even like my friends call me i like all my friends like you're not answering your phone anymore i'm like screen like mm-hmm. what are we gonna talk about hey how are you yeah fucking the exact same as four months ago yeah goals you know what I mean? Anyway, this was interesting. We were, like, I was very drunk and I wrote it down. I think my friends... And my friends from Brisbane aren't even fucking replying to me anymore. Guys! I know. The last text I sent was... Oh, wait. Yeah, I sent them about the 70% hit in 6th of October. The only person that replied was the other person that lives in Sydney. <laughs> Did they give you... Did you even get a thumbs up No, I got anybody? a love heart from Georgie. Oh! Fucking Georgie's getting a little airtime yeah. lately. Poor Georgie getting called out. <laughs> Next week, oh my fucking God. <laughs> Then my friends just, you know. But then the thing is, and then Georgie and I, but, like, we forget that, like, they have, like, like actual things on. Like, on a Saturday night, Georgie and I are like, should we have wines over FaceTime? And they're like, we have someone's birthday. <laughs> like, love you guys. But, like. FaceTime me in? Yeah. And we literally, it was my friend's birthday recently, Ali, and they were like, I was like, do you want to FaceTime? Put me on, like, an iPad at the end of the table so I can sit there. Then yes. I was like, a bit too hard, the lag. What I'm trying to say is I think we need to stop. Well, I feel there's a lot of pressure to help everyone else around us. And while you want to as much as you can, I think it's understandable that we can't right now because everyone is just feeling very fucking depleted. Yeah. And particularly those in Melbourne. Sorry, it's not funny. It's just so fucked. Oh, you've got to laugh at this point. It's just She says from her Sydney studio to people in Melbourne, you've got to laugh yeah, got about it. Have a laugh. <laughs> have a laugh. No, it's awful. Love you guys. But even my friends in Melbourne were just like, huh. <laughs> And they're like, I don't know what, like, the memes would be good from this. Yeah. But yeah, I know, it was an interesting point that we made, like, that, because I was thinking, why do I feel so exhausted and why do I feel like no one can, like, really help anyone or I can help anyone? It's like, well, if it was normal times, I'd be like, fucking, I'd have something to do. I'd have something to, like, make someone feel better. Now it's like, or even, like, even, like, during a breakup, it'd be like, oh, I'll come over to your house and make you dinner. Can't do that. Can't do that. All I can do is, like, send you flowers, I guess. But, like, that's nice. Um, all right, time for a nightmare fuel. What the fuck? Would you mind just not going out with him again? Hello, Abby. Hello, Elise. I love you both so much. I hope you enjoy my nightmare fuel. It's a bit fucked. Anyway, to start it off, 
I started seeing this guy when I was 16, so I was like the end of year 10. He was 22. Okay, red flag. Red flag. See, if just as we all know, we all know this, but if anyone younger is listening, you know, if you are in high school and somebody out of high school takes interest in you, unless you're in grade 12 and they're one year out, I'm saying 16 to 22, hmm, they're grooming you, you aren't mature for your age, they're immature for their age, and they're hanging out with 16-year-olds. You know what I mean? There was a girl at my school who got engaged in grade 9 to a 20-year-old. Needless to say, it didn't work out. (laughs) Bad vibes. (laughs) Fucking hell. But like, we used to always be like, oh my God, it's so weird, she's engaged in grade 9. Although to be fair, it's fair enough to be like, what the fuck? grade 9, I was 14 years old. Yeah, because I'm from Queensland, we're 13 to 14. We're younger. So she was engaged in like grade nine. It was really, and he was older and he used to like come by and like pick her up from school and be like, we're in grade nine. Why can you drive? Like, mm. so weird. Anyway, they didn't work out. Okay. There's a lot. That's a lot in itself, but whatever. We matched on Tinder. I know I shouldn't have been on Tinder when I was 16. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that, what do you mean, Tinder? Six, what, 16 and Tinder, babe. What do you mean? She acknowledges it, but how? But how? You just lied. I did, how old is she now? We don't know. Older. I'm just a bit like confused about it, but we'll, we'll move on. I have paid the price. I've suffered the consequences. I have been punished, okay? Once you hear this, you'll feel bad for me. And he knew my age, okay? I made it very obvious from the start. I would never, ever lie about my age. I made it very clear from the start that I was 16. He knew pretty much within the first one minute of talking to me. I start seeing him when I'm 16, blah, blah, blah. We catch up a few times. He goes to me, it's fine. Find him on Tinder maybe like seven months later. So I was like 17, probably like end of year 11. I find him again on Tinder. We're like, oh my God, that was so silly. Randomly caught out. Like we should catch up for like old time's sake. Fuck. So we catch up and then I end up going back to his his house or like his parents' house, but where he was house sitting. And, you know, we're just chilling and then things start to get hot and heavy. And he's unable to get hard for me, which is fine because, you know, that just, that happens sometimes. It's fine. Obviously, I took it to heart because I was 17 and I was like, I'm disgusting. I'm ugly. It's my fault. And also because I hadn't shaved, I thought that that was the reason. Like, I had this massive bush and I'm like, that's why. Screaming. She's like, the hair prevented <laughs> my poussoir hair. Side note, everyone. Pubes are cool. <laughs> Fucking love pubes. That's my input. If you can't get hard for pubes, something's wrong with you. Something's wrong with you. <laughs> oh, we love to laugh. <laughs> we have fun. I'm like, that's why he thinks it's disgusting. He thinks my boot is disgusting. Whatever. Anyway, uh, we get over it. And I'm just like, whatever. It was just like a one-off thing. All good. So he ends up like driving me home, whatever. And then we organise to catch up uh, like a week after. I'm going, I'm going to shave that shit. I'm going to be a fucking newborn baby. I'm going to be so... She's got the nair out. She's like... She's like, Waxing, burning, oh shaving. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fit and sexy. I'm going to, like, fake tan. Like, I went all out for this disgusting man. I went all out. And honestly, I'm ashamed. But anyway, you know, we go to the beach. We have a little cute little beach sesh. Then we go back to his again. I'm going, this is my this is my moment. This is my moment. I'm going to redeem myself, even though I did not have to redeem myself. I'm going, I'm going to look fucking hot. I'm, you know, I was 17. I was an idiot. Anyway, things start to get hot and heavy. Mind you as well, he was doing nothing to me i was dry down there i mean honestly no i wasn't dry because i was still like turned on but i was like you are not you're not sucking on this pussy you're not (laughs) vibes though vibes little bit of a detour i posted on my instagram story the other day about this guy who i was fucking for literally three years on and off maybe even longer 
don't really know, but like around three years. And he never kissed me on the mouth and he never ate me out. What? Yeah, kooky from me. Anyway. <laughs> that is unexpected. Never no kissed one. you on the mouth, never kissed you on any lips. He was a lip-free man, lip-free zone. He was anti-lip. He's anti-lip. And that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, that's just my little note. So, I understand the pain of being like, what the fuck? But he would give me full body massages every time we had sex. Okay. Because he'd be stoned. Oh, of course. So, he would just want to touch me. Yeah, yeah. And he would like oil me up. Uh, I think I would swap kissing for massages for on on and off fling. He literally would like, and I'm talking like he would get like deep into my calf muscles and I'd be like, oh. like squirming because it, but it was in like a good way, in like a physio way where you're like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> like, it was fucking weird. Anyway. It sounds remedial. I love it. Yeah. He's an anti-vaxxer now though. So I had to go at him recently and blocked him. <laughs> Definitely anti-lip then in every sense of the way. Make sure they're pro-lip is the message. Yeah. Pro-lip is important. You're not fingering me. You're not doing anything. And I'm like, that's fine. No worries. Uh, you just hate women. It's fine. So, you know, we're, you know, doing stuff, still nothing's happening. We're trying out a few different positions to see if that's going to, like, you know, help him pop a chopper. Nothing working. Nothing working. I'm going, okay, no worries. It's it's actually me. It's, I'm disgusting. I am absolutely disgusting. And also, I've been with guys previously that also struggled with this. So I was like, awesome, it's actually me. Like, I'm just a fucking fugly bitch. Anyway, he goes, I'm going to be right back. I'm just going to try something. He goes into the bathroom. Leaves me naked on the bed by myself, just chilling, phone almost flat, and he watches porn for half an hour in the bathroom. Oh, I get using it to initially get a hard on. Half an hour. The grip porn has in our society. The grip. Much like the grip he had around his flaccid penis. The grip. <laughs> death grip. Like the grip pornography has. 30 minutes is such a long time. Also, to be there naked and she's got no pubes to feel more safe. She's very cold. She's got no phone to occupy herself. She's just lying there. Jesus Christ. Yep. I can hear the porn from the bedroom. I'm going, this is my worst nightmare. This is my worst nightmare. I'm going, oh, my God, it's been half an hour. What am I doing? I'm just sitting here. You think that's the worst part? Okay. Okay. It gets worse. (laughs) It gets worse from here. He comes in there is no hardness there it's still we're looking at a floppy floppy penis a floppy flaccid penis and i'm going good even that didn't help it must not be me he's going let's try something else i go okay i'm up for anything at this point i'm going you stick it in my ass you stick it in any crevice you want i just want something to make me not feel like i'm the most disgusting oh my god not not the any orifice validation you can stick it in my ass. You can stick it in my mouth. I'll do anything. Put it in an eye hole. Put it in my nostril. Fucking take it. Make it work. Please. I'll give you any hole. Any hole to go. Anyway, he's going lie on your stomach. I go, I'm on it. Lying. Fucking just ready for anything. And he's going, all right, I'm going to try this. He proceeds to slap his floppy penis in between my butt cheeks. Uh- <laughs> For everyone listening, that's just my fingers against my cheeks. My face cheeks. Oh, my face cheeks. My face cheeks, my face lips. <laughs> that is my nightmare. I hate flaccid penises. I hate them so much. Although I did use a pair of my ex-boyfriend's penis and make it sing Public Affair. Have I told you this? No. Is that when Mary I, J. Blige? I, no, no, no. Jessica Simpson. Jessica. Oh. All the girls stepping out for a public affair. 
and he'd be like, please stop. And I'm like, who cares? That's right. Because the part. I mean, like, be driving and I put it on. And he'd be like, I don't know why it was that song. I don't know why. <laughs> I used to be like, your fuzzed penis makes me so. <laughs> makes me laugh so much. Other than that, though, other than doing a performance, don't like it. Then doing a Jessica Simpson cover. Oh my girls, did you ever eat yeah. for a public like affair? affair? Who cares? Hey, baby. Like, I see you looking over here. <laughs> Talk to me. Wait, while he was driving? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm, no, I'd do it after sex, but then like, if we if we were driving somewhere, I'd always be like, can I be like every time? Like, the joke got so old. That was fun. She's unlocked a sense memory, everybody. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Fuck, I'm funny. That was like four years of like every time. Like, it wasn't just like, like a one-time thing it was like every time i get in the car i'd be like hey baby and he was never like this bit is getting old <laughs> that's why i broke up with me so much he's slapping it just going back and forth like <laughs> slapping like not not clapping the cheeks he's just slapping it slapping it in between my crack he's slapping it on the cheeks he's trying to get in my moot in my ass i'm going oh my god I need to I need to leave but I'm going I just want him to pop a top I just really want him to be hard for me so I don't feel like shit about myself and I so I don't go home and literally have a mental breakdown I'm already halfway there I love this girl she's fucking funny honestly I'm halfway there I'm halfway there Menti B on its way Menti B in Lucky D I'm committing (laughs) Menti B also on the weekend I I mentioned Lucky D to someone they said who's Lucky D (laughs) I was like oh my god how bad Lucky D been and she's like Who's Lucky D? What have they been up to? Such a Kathy Hilton moment of saying, who's Hunky Dory? <laughs> <laughs> About 15 minutes of this and I go, oh, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go. He was, he was meant to be dropping me off at my friend's house anyway. So he goes, yeah, no worries. Like, all good. He's still acting like he's so chill. And I'm going, is it me? And he kind of doesn't reassure me that it's not me. I go, good. Okay, awesome. Anyway, he drops me off. And I'm just like, what the fuck has just happened? Like, this honestly been the worst day of my life. But still, because he was so much older than me, I'm like, oh, it's definitely me. Like, I'm just, like, ugly and gross. And blah, blah, blah. Mind you, I'm I'm not super up myself. I'm not super confident. I mean, not that being up yourself is a bad thing. But, like, I, I'm not, I don't have, super, like, heaps of confidence. But I'm much better looking than this man. Yeah, look, we assumed that, babe. Yeah. We, we really assumed that. Yeah, I think when it's a 22-year-old trying to fuck a 16-year-old, I think that... Probably was assumed. Picture painted. Yeah, mm. yeah. Much better looking than this man. This man is about a four out of ten. Four out of ten. I rate myself probably a six and seven. As I'm getting out of the car, I look over at him. I go, I've got to kiss him goodbye. Like, I've got to be nice. He has got seven beads of sweat on his upper lip. She's like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's not even an even number. It's only <laughs> that I've goosebumps on my right leg. Only my right leg, but it's there's something happening here. That makes feel seven beads of sweat. Yeah. Biggest sore I've ever fucking seen in my life. I go, oh, <laughs> oh my God, I can't not kiss him goodbye. I don't know why I thought this. I literally was just like, I cannot, I cannot not. And so I go and I, and I give him a little kiss. All I can taste is warm salt, oh. salty sweat. And I go, this has got to be the last time. This has got to be the last time. But of course I didn't. It wasn't last time. But we don't talk about it. That's for another. That's for another time. But that was my nightmare fuel story. I hope you guys enjoyed. Sorry, I tried to make it really, really quick. I don't think it came across very quick. But anyway, I love you guys. Oh, I want to know where she is now. That's fucked. That wasn't the last time. I would love for her to tell us what the last time was because if that wasn't the breaking point, what was? 
what was if the seven beads of sweat and the slapping of the flaccid pain you know when like you're gonna have sex with someone and you're just like and like you're all excited but you're like a eight out of ten excited isn't someone you're like you are you want to fuck them but you're not like dying to fuck them or you haven't fucked them before and like you lose a bit of energy and momentum and you're kind of like we just need to start having sex so that i am like super into this and not in like again not in like a non-consensual way but in like a i'm into this i'm keen i'm even a bit nervous or i'm like maybe i don't feel very good that day or like i'm like like I just I, I'm just attracted to you physically something like that where it's like we're almost there but we're not like obsessed like I would die to suck you off in a car park like the seven beads of sweat is an issue and then when you when you lose momentum you're like I would rather die and the ick begins so quickly I really through this pandemic obviously I haven't had sex in oh I thought I was going to talk about it next time <laughs> But, like, I haven't had sex in so fucking long. It's so tragic. But now I've realised I'm not going to fuck anyone unless I'm, like, literally would, like, I would quit acai bowls for the rest of my life to have sex with them. You know what I mean? Ooh, I have an acai cool. bowl every day. I know. Because it's rare. But then I think about all, like, the average sex that I've had and I'm like, ugh. I'll just wait till borders open. <laughs> I'm saving up. I'm saving up. Anastasia, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> FaceTime sex is doing for now. All right, guys, rate and review. <laughs> rate and review. Subscribe, I guess. If you want to subscribe, that's really random. And then, yeah, talk to you. Also, send in nightmare fuels. I'm sure we will have some cooked stories from lockdown. Send us some. Send us some. If you have any suggestions as well for, like, uh, guests and stuff, yeah. I guess, as well. Hello at itsalotpodcast.com is the email address. Yes. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>